And now, a brand new episode of Script to Screen Spotlight here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM, made to be heard. Crawl and search for social media posts to terrorize your script to screen hosts. Welcome to the Halloween special of Script to Screen Spotlight here on Radio 11 on 96.2 FM. I'm your host, Al Mahana, and joining me in the studio is not only the solo to my Chewbacca, but our awesome buddy, uh, horror film fiend. Uh, the one and only Clint Maximus. Hey. Hey. I'm in the house. I'm in the house. You are in the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is the uh, spooktacular script to screen uh, uh, Halloween special, um, which was basically overly recommended by you, Hod. <laughs> you yeah. kept saying we got to do a Halloween special. Of course. Halloween is like. When in a few days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in a few days. So so we have to talk about like scary. Let's. What's your favorite scary movie? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> See, this is the thing because I think I, you guys uh, uh, on 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 this panel here, mm. you guys out uh, outbid me here because I'm not a huge uh, horror. Fan? I'm not a huge horror fan. I, I very recently started watching horror movies. Uh, maybe I would say maybe like five or six years ago I started watching horror movies. I used to be very frightened of them. Okay. Um, uh, up until maybe like 20, uh, 2009 or 2010, that's when I really started watching. So yeah, so like uh, almost almost 10 years ago, less than 10 years ago, yeah. I started watching horror movies. But uh, yeah. I think, I think the pro here is Clint. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. for sure. <laughs> I mean, he's literally in here wearing an Evil Dead shirt. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is my boomstick was the, was the one that I chose today. It was either this one or I think I had like a, not an Exorcist one. I think it was, there was something I had. I forgot what it was. I was looking for it, but I, I chose this one. So. Well, nice, nice. All good. All good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different stuff today. We're, we've, we, we literally, we're going to cover some of our favorite horror films. What was the first horror movie that we saw? Um, you know, the, the evolution of horror over the years. Uh, now it's it's almost like it's merger into television. So we are now uh, 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 going to jump right in here and uh, start talking horror. Start talking horror. Start talking uh, what the first horror movie, what was the first horror movie you you watched here. What was first it? First horror? Okay. Yeah. So, so as everyone knows, the first movie that scared the hell out yeah, of see, me. Yeah, see, that's the thing, because I wrote that down too, because I go, well, that wasn't really a horror movie, yeah. but that was the movie that actually scared the living bejesus out of I me. I loved it. This story, when, when, when he told me this story, I thought about this all the way home last time. I just couldn't yeah, get it out of my yeah, head, yeah, so yeah, I really yeah. want to hear it again. And then later on, I want to hear the uncensored version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has to be very polite. Well, yeah, so the first movie that scared the hell out of me was E.T. Yep. Um... Uh, I watched it as a kid. I'm going to go quickly through the story because I have told the story before. Sure. But I, I was probably, I don't know, seven, eight years old. I was in Cyprus. I watched E.T. And and then it, something started to happen to E.T. He <laughs> fell and then something tore and it scared the crap out of me. And I started to cry. <laughs> and, 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 and next thing I know, I'm in my room trying to sleep and I can't sleep. My eyes are wide open. 
I'm crying. My mom and my dad are talking, calm down, calm down. It's just a movie. It's a, and no, he's going to die. <laughs> and then my dad was so like upset that he takes the VHS tape. We lived on the seventh floor in Cyprus. He opens the window. He's like, it's and then let's just say the whole yeah, a, lot, a lot of bad words and then let's just say E.T. flew home the <laughs> tape like flew out of yeah, and, yeah and for a long time I couldn't watch anything scary until a bit later in life and I think the first like time I got into to, to watch a horror movie was The Exorcist yeah. and for some reason it wasn't that scary to me maybe E.T. had traumatized me so much <laughs> that I was ready for anything after that but that was the first the first horror film I watched was uh, the original Exorcist and and I think it was a bit disappointing to me because okay. I had heard so much that people had died watching it yeah, initially yeah, 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 yeah. I mean it, it is a good movie the performance mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. Uh, Linda Blair if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. is, is fantastic but uh, didn't scare me that that much how, yeah. about, how about you Clint me well I think the first time I got scared in a movie obviously it wasn't a horror movie the first time but when I was a kid according to my father I used to be scared of movies when characters had red eyes for some reason okay so when I was a kid I used to see Ghostbusters I saw okay yeah. Ret- uh, M- uh, wait, wait, no uh, it's one of the Star Wars ones which one with the one with the thing in his head he had red eyes it was the last one Return last, of the Jedi uh, Jedi yeah Return Jedi Return of the Jedi I saw that in cinemas apparently I was I was hiding behind the seat as a kid because the guy had red eyes wow. so wow. when I was a kid that's what you really used to scare me was red okay. eyes but like you the same thing first horror movie I ever saw was The Exorcist okay. that was among the VHS's at home okay. I was like what's this popped it in but unlike you it did it did scare the hell out of me it really did it really freaked me out even till now I still think about am I gonna watch this I'm I'm like almost 40 now so even I sit there and think do I really wanna watch this again it traumatized me as a kid will it traumatize me now because it's just like you said there's the stories behind it and there's just certain elements in that movie that just don't feel right mm-hmm. to me. It's like that's what it is. So I, I guess they achieved their goal yeah. in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine also is, is sort of like a repeated story because my the first movie that actually scared the living Jesus out of me was Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Because uh, again, like I, w- I was brought up watching The Land Before Time, and like yeah. dinosaurs were supposed to be nice and colorful <laughs> and friendly. <laughs> they used to sing songs, and and then they're you know Velociraptors attacking children in kitchens, <laughs> you know. Uh, so that terrified me. I woke up the next morning with like you know a, a very high fever. Like it was it was a, it was a mess. But um, I, I I honestly don't remember what the first official horror film that I saw, like what it, what, what film it was. I have a feeling it was, um, uh, crap. I just had, uh, I have a feeling it was Carrie. Okay. Carrie. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like the one with, um, the original actress. Yeah. What's yeah, her, what's yeah. Her I face? always forget. Um, Redhead. Red Sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek. Yeah. I, I think that's what it was. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that's one of the things that pops into my head. And yeah, no, that scared me too. Uh, I think, you know, the blood and yeah. the, her eyes, it's just really creepy. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't think, I don't think I have seen The Exorcist still to this day. I have a big problem with exorcism horror films in general. Okay. Like anything that deals with, you know, like, uh, exorcisms or demon possessions or whatever. I have a big problem with them. They really bother me on, on a on an existential level. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't, I've never, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen The Exorcist. I've seen ex- a few Exorcism movies, but I don't think I've seen the original Exorcist yet. You should which, see the you know, original. Because, I, I should yeah. see it. I, I really should see it. Um, so then uh, jumping off from, from that, uh, uh, my second uh, uh, kind of topic here uh, is going to be um, what your favorite 
horror film is. Mm. You know, so now now that we've sort of spoken about what our um, what you know our, our initial or initiation into horror was, yeah. what's been one of your favorite horror films so far? Well, the thing is, I, I have a lot. <laughs> That's the problem. I have yeah. a lot of horror movies. I mean, obviously, everyone knows I'm a and big... And this is why you're here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the... I mean, obviously, everyone knows that I am a huge Evil Dead fan. Yeah. Because yeah. of Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. I mean, from that first movie up until the third one, up until the TV series, even that that uh, reboot one that they did like yeah. a few years ago, yeah. that was yeah. pretty yeah. good, I thought. I yeah. thought it wasn't bad. It had some of the characteristics of the old original movie. So for me, definitely the Evil Dead trilogy because seeing those as a kid and seeing that first one really did scare the hell out of me yeah. literally this is what i used to watch the horror movies for i mean the, this day and age when you watch a lot of horror movies a lot of them are good yeah a lot of them are well written well edited sound design is is awesome but they're just not scary because mm-hmm. a lot of them have a lot of cgi effects yeah and, and, and we're going to talk about the evolution of horror exactly, a little later yeah. on the, on the show um so evil dead trilogy for you yeah i think also something else that you know and, and we'll probably talk about the practical effects yeah. again like that's another thing i feel like that that's kind of an issue now with horror films is that not a lot of them are practical like some of the scares aren't even practical scares anymore they're just very cgi kind of like you said well actually you know a movie you should watch just for practical horror effects is the thing the original one by john carpenter because the practical effects in that they're massive are so like (gasps) you know even when i saw that that really like freaked me out you know you're seeing like parts of the body are being pulled off you know what i mean that was like what on earth so seeing that as a kid was like really freaky what about you had what about me? Okay, so, so so there's a fine line between horror and I think like extreme thrillers. So right, I was like like a movie like Sil- Silence of the Lambs. Mm. I, I wouldn't classify it as a pure, pure horror, horror movie, yeah. but it does have these it does have some characteristics. So yeah, so to to me that's one of the finest films because it puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. Sorry, <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say that yeah. for so long. <laughs> Sorry, God. Oh gosh. <laughs> and and another movie I actually like a lot was uh, uh, the first Scream because I think what uh, it did yeah. was I mean, reinvent kind of yeah, yeah, reboot yeah. The, the slasher the films and, and everything, the... and it gave new life to horror. And movies. it was very it was very meta though too. Yeah. Like it was self commenting exactly. on horror yeah, yeah, yeah. and. and Absolutely, stuff, which is- and I think that's probably one. Of, if you want, like, as a horror slasher kind of film, that would be uh, it. Yeah, Not, for, and it. And yeah, it, got uh, it. Um, <laughs> so for, for me, for, for me, it's a tie because I, I think one. I, I don't know if one of them also. Same with you as Silence of the Lambs. I don't know if it really classifies as a horror film. I would classify it as a horror film, and that would be earlier this year's A Quiet Place. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, it does have a lot of horror characteristics. The horror, it is more of a sci-fi horror, I would say, yep. but it does have a lot of horror characteristics. You know, the bathroom scene where Emily Blunt is is in, in labor, yeah. for, I mean, that terrified me to my core, man. Um, plus, they had the jump scares and all that stuff. Um, so I did like that. But I think my all-time favorite uh, um, uh, horror film is actually a Sam Raimi film. Uh, which is kind of funny because you were just mentioning Sam Raimi. Uh, drag me to hell. Yeah, mm-hmm. drag me. You know, because that movie just felt like an Evil Dead movie. One hundred percent. Yeah, with the slapstick comedy and yeah, the yeah, horror. Yeah. Was, it, it was, was awesome. for me. I saw that at the Cannes Film Festival the year it was released. Sam Raimi was in the audience. The actors were in the audience. Um, it was like on a giant freaking movie screen. <laughs> it was like the 
best thing I had ever seen. And I, again, I'm not a horror fan, yeah, yeah. but something about this movie, I was just, like, my eyes are glued to the screen. I was like terrified the whole time. Like it was, it was a lot of, fun. it was just a fun ride. Uh, the scares were scary, but the fun was fun yeah, too. Exactly, you know, like that yeah. the humor was, and I think that good balance of humor in, in a horror film makes the scares even scarier because your mood is like elevated so you're not even oh, yeah, expecting yeah. they're playing around with you yeah yeah you well, know yeah. that's what sam remy says whenever he's doing a lot of interviews he likes to play with people's emotions yeah. he likes the, those comedy elements because he knows that at some point he's going to scare you yeah he literally is so that that's the whole point of his movies so what do you what, what is it what, what is it about this genre do you think that that attracts audiences so much uh i think because people just you know why? Because, I mean, if you go to the movies, whether you're watching a love movie, you want to feel the romance. You go to a comedy, you want to feel the comedy. If you're going to go to a horror movie, you want to be scared. But at the point where you want to be scared, but if you're like a horror fanatic like me, you come to a point where movies don't scare you anymore. So then you start looking for the next evolutionary step. You're waiting for this next step in the in the movie food chain, should I say? Because I think this is what's going to happen. You know, I mean, you're already seeing it now with a lot of the horror movies coming out. They're using social media in a lot of their movies now and yeah, they're getting yeah. more present with the horror mm -hmm. movies and stuff like that. And uh, it, it's cool. But I'm also seeing a lot of horror movies now. They're going back to the old school way of doing it, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. So we can talk about that later on. But uh, what about you? I think I think like you said, when you we we have certain range of emotions that we want to satisfy. Yeah. So you want to go laugh at the movies, and you yeah. want to go fall in love and watch a love story and, and action and that adrenaline, and then you want to you want to be scared, you want to be shocked, you want to be you want to be put out of your comfort zone and out of the element you're in and feel these feelings. And I think on a regular basis, on a day to day basis, being scared like that is different than laughing or then falling in love and so on and it's much more impactful at at the movies so that's that's uh, yeah for me i mean the only thing i could write down in my notes is like uh, people who like ad adrenaline rushes mm -hmm. are probably yeah. more likely to enjoy horror films than people who don't you know yeah. like um i know for a fact that the the older i got and the more i started appreciating horror more i could kind of see the thrill of it yeah. um this concept of yeah i feel like you know uh, messing with myself and, and scaring the living bejesus out of myself. Why the heck not? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I was younger, I, I felt I, you, the idea, the whole concept for me was just like, why on earth would you go to a movie? That's the, you know, like that's going to put you through a traumatizing, you know, like yeah. terrifying experience. Whereas now it's like, well, this is, you know, this is kind of the beauty of, Horror is the ability to manipulate, you know, like, yeah. uh, so for me, I, I've shifted perspective to like why a filmmaker would want to make this movie and how a filmmaker is manipulating me into be being scared or, or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, um, that's where I started to kind of appreciate the idea mm -hmm. of, uh, experiencing that fear, yeah. uh, uh, um, in a, in a, in a movie. So, um, it's 2018 and horror has been around for eons and eons and eons. <laughs> How has it evolved in in the, in the last uh, uh, I don't know maybe like uh, decade? For I mean for me personally, the first thing I wrote down in my notes, I was like more gore and more blood, because it just feels like <laughs> horror has somehow become just all about the the chopping up body parts and and the blood, uh, yeah. specifically with like things like Saw and uh, you know Hostel and and all those movies. Just felt like they, you know, for a while, horror was just like a gore fest. It wasn't yeah. necessarily about the fear, you know? 
Um, and then you you kind of mentioned earlier, kind of mentioned CGI and all that stuff. So yeah. let's just unpack here. <laughs> let's well, dig think, deeper. I think with the with the gore factors, because I think in horror, horror goes through phases over yeah. the years, definitely. Like like any genre of movie, I guess. Like whether it be a thriller yeah. or a comedy. But I think with horror specifically, because horror has such a big cult following. This is the thing about horror. This is why it's so popular these days. Because um like you said, like with Saw, uh, I don't know if you saw, uh, there was a movie I watched recently called Revenge. It was a mixture between French and English. It starts off as a thriller, but then it ends up being just a big gore fest. Literally just full of blood, but it got, it got things that like can and stuff like that. Oh, wow, I, I, really? Yeah, Revenge, you have to check this movie out. Okay. So, you know, I mean, as I said, I think it's a, a matter of shocking the audience now and we've hit a point where you can go onto social media and probably see some really weird stuff online yeah, very, you know what I mean? true, very true you know what i mean you don't need to go to the movies to see it. so this is why you're going to get all these extreme gory movies now because they're pushing the bar to get more things in but as i was saying before the thing i like about the horror genre now again is because of all the subgenres a lot of movies are going back to practical effects and stuff like that like there was a movie that came out maybe I don't know if it was last year or the year before. It was called It Follows. Yes. It, fo- oh. it Follows didn't use any CGI. No, no. It yeah. didn't use anything. It just had, didn't even, it just, it was, a, it was a girl running away from something that wasn't even there. It was just the whole concept of the fear factor that there is something chasing you. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was just they, camera movement, wasn't it? Was it was camera yeah. movement and it was the music. And the from, music. Because yeah. when I was mm-hmm. looking at the, 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 uh, in, you know, the interviews with, with the director, he was saying that, it was the music that he really wanted to make suspenseful and it was like building and building yeah, and building. Yeah, so yeah. even you're like, I don't get it. I don't know why I'm I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah, There's something yeah, going yeah. on. I don't know. And that movie as well really, really freaked me out a couple of times that one it followed. It was very Yeah, I mean, uh, James Wan also, um, like oh. he, he directed he directed The First Conjuring. Mm. Did he not? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and like for me, that was one of the like, I was like, whoa, this is like classic horror oh, right yeah, there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like the, the scene in the basement with the... You know, like the clap, I was just like, ah, you know, like that was terrifying. Um, But it was, again, it was, I I think for me, I think horror works best when you connect with the characters in just like any other movie. When you connect with the characters in the story, if you're not connecting to the characters in the story, you're not going to be afraid for anything. Like there's nothing. And I, and I think that's where, um, a lot of these like franchises are kind of like saw and, and like the paranormal activity movies, the first ones Oh, yeah. Hit the nail on the head. Like, it was a perfect bullseye. And then everything that came afterwards was just like, okay, this isn't... Saw 1 was James Wan. Oh, well, there we go. Saw 1 was... There we go. When I saw that, I was like, what is this movie? What an amazing twist on that. I'm not going to say the ending, obviously, but the ending I mean, if you haven't seen Saw 1 at this point, (laughs) that's slightly... (laughs) That's slightly problematic. If you haven't seen this movie... And it's 2018. It's slightly problematic. Um, you know, with, with CG, I mean, like CGI, just like anything else. I think I feel like CGI just ruins it. Like it like pulls you out. Like when you hmm. see something that is so CGI, it pulls you out. Like yeah. it just doesn't work. I mean, like Hitchcock's films still to this day. I mean, like Rear Window still to this oh, day yeah. terrifies yeah, yeah, yeah. the living uh, you know, the living heck out of me. Like, it, you know, that scene where he's like, you know, the, the photo camera and you see the flash and you see him and then it's like, there's darkness again and then you see him and he's closer and you're like, ah, you know, like, this is horror. Horror is all, it's like a mental game. And yeah. and and the other thing I kind of wrote here was, um, uh, 
Most recently in horror films, they, they reveal things versus back in the day, it was all about the mystery and what was in the shadows. Yeah, exactly. Now it's all what you see it. You know what I mean? Um, they, they show you the monster. They show you the psycho. They show you the whatever. Whereas back in the day, it was as, you know, the less they showed you, the more scared you got yeah. because your brain was filling in the gaps and nothing scarier than what you can, I mean, what you come up with to scare yeah. yourself, like indirectly. So, um, thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> what I do mean, you think? I th What do I think? I don't think anything right now. No. <laughs> I'm so scared. Uh, no, basically for me, when it comes to to to, to, to horror, to uh, how it's evolved, how mm -hmm. it's changed throughout these years, I think writing characters in these movies now is a bit more interesting than mm -hmm. before. Uh, horror, I think, started out as if you want kind of a dumbed down genre. Mm -hmm. It was like people killing people and so on. But with time, with evolution, uh, they started to focus more on the story, mm -hmm. on the twists, on the reveals, yeah. on these iconic characters, Hannibal Lecter, uh, uh, Jack Nicholson in... Um, the Shining. The Shining. Yeah. Uh, a, a Quiet Place, which is a movie a you mentioned place. today, yeah. Which, yeah. which was... And I think that's basically... To me, that's how it's evolved mainly. Yeah. And and something else we're going to talk about, it's uh, it's branching out onto... Onto TV. Onto yeah. TV, yeah. onto other platforms. Before we shift over to TV, yeah. why don't we... I mean, aside from Sam Raimi, because I know you, you love Sam Raimi, but yeah. like... Uh, uh, so let, let's put him to the side for, for this following <laughs> question. Um, who, are, who are some filmmakers whose, whose horror films you've really, really, really enjoyed? You know, I, I could probably tell you the movies, but half the time I can never remember half the directors, but I'm going to go through a few. Well, okay, well, what are, what are, yeah. But the thing is, all the ones that I'm going to mention now probably are probably produced by Sam Raimi wow, as okay. well, you know what <laughs> I mean? So, um, let me see. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll think back, like, for example, um, I was talking about Hellraiser before. Now, okay. Hellraiser, the original movie and the second one were outstanding. The first one really was just a real, it was a creepy... Gore fest. That was like I, I don't know what they call it. There's, a, there's an actual subgenre in horror that they call it. Is it dismemberment? I think they call it or something like that. Maybe where, something where the like things that. Yeah. In it, anything yeah. where limbs are being ripped up. This is what this genre is. Yeah. And Hellraiser was in it. Uh, was his name Clive something? Clive. Uh, if someone go, uh, you can Google that. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> like pointing out, but you Google it. You got. It. So it was. Um, it was some. It was. It was a very famous person who actually did the story for Hellraiser. And uh, yeah, see, seeing that one as a, as a kid, that was used with very cool practical effects as well. So that that's that was a good horror move back in the day. Let me think what else there was. So, you know, the thing is, I Clive this, Barker. That's the one. British American one. horror film uh, written and directed by yeah, Clive yeah, Barker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Clive Barker. He was famous for doing these kind of um, these limb removing kind of body party kind of movies of the genre if you want to call it you know i mean this this was like a, a trend back then especially in the 80s and the 90s you know so uh yeah if you if, if you've got a couple of more movies while well, i'm thinking now because uh, i have some in mind but i can't remember off of them for some reason i mean I, I've, I've i've enjoyed uh guillermo del toro's uh like you know the, the stuff that he's produced mm. uh, as well as uh, a few of his horror films yeah. like horror ish i guess uh, uh, films. I know he did. Um, he recently read uh, like he remade. Uh, what is it? Crimson Peak. Yeah, Crimson with Tom Peak. Uh, Tom, with Tom, Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Not bad at all. That wasn't bad. I liked that. Yeah. There was another one. 
um, that I, I believe he produced. Uh, it, it starred Katie Holmes. Uh, that also freaked me out. Oh yeah, with the things that with the two, but they were taking the teeth and stuff. Something like that. Don't yeah. be afraid of the dark or something like that. Right? Yeah, don't yeah. be afraid of the dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was. I mean, those <laughs> there there were some really creepy scenes in that movie. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, so so I I because I I feel like uh, uh and I think Del Toro produced this. Mm. Uh, um. But he he has the, he adds this sense of like fantasy in his horror. Yeah. So it, it again it's a horror subgenre. So there it's like a fantasy horror type uh, um, uh, film. So it has a fantasy element which kind of appeals to me because I, I'm a big fantasy fan. Yeah. Um. So it, it kind of balances out the okay I'll I'll give this a try kind of a thing <laughs> you know like uh so I, I do like I do I have enjoyed his um creepy fantasy horror films yeah for, for me i'm gonna be a bit like clint i'm not gonna talk about one director but maybe like a few, few movies. movies oh yeah, yeah. sure sure so, sure so so probably on that list you'd have seven by david fincher uh he's which, just a fantastic director with, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which is which is a massive film with very gory kind of like shocking scenes i mean literally mm. we were just talking about this last week that he's going to be directing War, uh, World, World War Z, Z too. Yeah, two. yeah, yeah. That's he's going to be good. directing that. Yeah. So that's that's kind of insane. So yeah, so you have Fincher. You have. Uh, I was talking to Clint about this. Uh, the Sixth Sense. Uh, oh yeah, Sh- M Night Shyamalan. 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 <laughs> well, back in his day, he was actually, his of course, from work. Split. Split was phenomenal for me. Yeah. Split yeah, was like yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. back to his glory. Back to days. his actual you know uh, yeah, I mean? proper. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I definitely agree with with the M Night Shyamalan. Sh- Shyamalan. 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 <laughs> yeah, when, when he does it right, he does it exactly. Right. Yeah, but when he messes I mean, the up, sixth he messes sense, up. The Sixth Sense was <laughs> Airbender. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Go on. The what? <laughs> the Last Airbender. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a horror movie in, oh, a, yeah, different, no, in a different category, though. <laughs> oh. Speaking of the Last Airbender, you, you heard that. Netflix is producing a live action. Well, if it's with ne- the with the showrunners, with the original yeah. showrunners, they're in charge of the okay. live action. But I don't, Netflix are doing well because they're you know they're investing in in a lot of uh, directors and producers mm-hmm. who, who yeah. don't normally get out into Hollywood and and get on these big screens. Because I remember when they started doing it, a lot of the Hollywood guys were freaking out. Yeah. You know, oh, you can't do this. You know what I mean? But well, in the end, you haven't really been giving them a chance anyway. You know. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. they've got to find they've got to find some outlet and and get their their art out. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Shifting over to television. Yeah. Horrors now find found a, a new home almost uh, as well in, in in on TV. Yeah, uh, because of things like American Horror Story, yeah. uh, True Blood, which sort of counts because yeah. it had sort of horrory horrory. Yeah. Even Stranger uh, Things, Stranger yeah, Things, yeah. Uh, uh, The Walking Dead, The Walking yeah. Dead, yeah. Uh, Castle Rock. Um, uh, there's a few more actually. Uh, Hemlock's Grove or something along those lines. It was yeah, Eli, yeah. Eli Roth produced that. Mm. Um, you know, uh, but, but I mean, that's that's crazy. I mean, I, like now people are tuning in to to get scared every week. You know, <laughs> like uh, I actually want to talk. For, for me, the father of the the TV shows was. I think you remember this Tales from the Crypt. Tales yes. from the Crypt, of course. Yes, that, that was keeper. like yeah. yeah like I have to... I have all those uh, at home, by the way. Every single one. Really? Yeah, I have. Really I would good. love. I have all of it. Yeah. Do you have it on DVD or do you have it on? Uh... Oh, all downloaded, all HD. Awesome. <laughs> it's even better. I would, yes. <laughs> I would love to get yeah. uh, my hands on those. Well, don't forget some of those were directed by uh, the guy who directed Lethal Weapon. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Richard Donner. Yep. Richard some, Donner. Some yeah. Of them were directed by him. Yeah. So it's like you can see the production values in the TV shows. It was crazy. 
And I mean, you could also, I would also put, uh, what's it called? Uh, even after that, I would also put the X-Files on a, yeah. a sci-fi horror. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they had some really creepy episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's interesting because now, because for me, it's like when you, when you put horror on television, it shifts the storytelling because oh, now you're doing it. Week by week by week by week, yeah. um, or if you're on Netflix, you're which is now which just recently released uh, the House on Haunted yeah, Hill or something like that. This is supposed lines. to be really really. It's good, getting by the way. some really yeah, decent yeah, yeah, yeah. reviews, um, and uh, most recently, um, uh, the, you know, the, the CW started producing a, a, a teen drama called Riverdale, which is based on the Archie comics, yeah. and Archie has Archie horror, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they've they've been including a lot of the horror elements, Even, which now Netflix is is spinning off of Riverdale, creating the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Sabrina, the teenage witch, I was right? Which yeah. which which the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is actually include. It's dark. I saw. I mean, I saw the trailer for the next. It's dark. I mean, like it's like Satanists. I'm like, what is happening? Where's Where's Sabrina? Where's <laughs> the talking cat? cat. That's what yeah, I was the cute for. little cat. <laughs> when did this? Salem. Yeah. When did this become so dark and and like uh, you know, creepy? Um, it's just it's it's crazy. Um, because it's it's on TV now. Yeah. Like it's serialized. It's not even uh, uh, you go for two hours and no, you you yeah, are tuning yeah. in every week to get. Petrified. Well, you, um, you know why. I mean, I think like if, from that shift from movie to TV, which because TV now pretty much has some of the same budgets as any movie. Yeah, Take very Game true. Of Thrones, for example, very like, true. True. The budgets are huge now, so you may as well just stay home and watch a watch a movie, watch it on TV. And the thing is, with it being on TV, characters get to develop so much more now. Yeah, which is yeah, which awesome. I mean, you connect yeah. to these characters on on a much deeper level. Uh, which causes the again the fear and the tension, the adrenaline mm. to rise and rise and rise and rise with every coming episode. Um, you know, I mean, I think that's why the formula, the Stranger Things formula, works so well, or worked. I don't know about season three, but I mean, it, it, you know, seasons one and two, and for me, one even more so than oh, two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think one had way more horror elements than than two did. Two. Because to spread, you kind of saw the spreading of the story and you had yeah. like, you know, d d different uh, uh, arcs that you needed to follow. You had um, Eleven's arc. You had, uh, what's the main kid's name? Darn it. <laughs> Will. Will, you yeah, had Will's yeah. arc, which w that was where all the horror was because, you know, he was seeing things and whatnot. But for me, season one was, I mean, like that was pure horror. I mean, like it was yeah. like. Finding the kid and the and the talking from the you know. Well, you know the, the thing about Stranger Things was not only was it horror, upside it was, down it was quite and nostalgic because it was set in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very like true. A lot like Goonies. It, and that's and what, that's the kind of thing that when I was watching that, I was thinking that yeah. I was like, this is like a Goonies thing or Stand by Me. Like that's exactly, the, that's exactly. what it felt like to me. That's why I really got into it. Yeah. And it uh, in a lot of in a lot of ways because it's oh, a yeah. gang yeah. of kids or finding a big bad monster. You know, like it it had that um, that it element uh, yeah. to, to it as well. Um, now you also had, you also had the, 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 uh, a franchise like the evil dead turn, you know, switch over to, to TV television, yeah. and you had mentioned this earlier that the, the pilot was directed by Sam Raimi, yeah. but then the rest of it was not. No, it was all done by uh, the guys who were behind like a lot of different TV shows, a lot of different directors. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I did get into the TV show. I did like it, but even the fans were sitting there going, they want Sam Raimi to do 
Yeah. This so it was it didn't live up to it it kind of did in a way just because the fact that Bruce Campbell was in it, I guess. Because okay. you know, I'm just a huge Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell fan. fan. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, but um like again, because when I watched that first episode and I remember watching it, I was thinking, this is I, I hope it kept that element of of how Sam Raimi did it. Because even though know, Sam Raimi was doing a TV show, obviously the budgets are lower than doing a big budget movie. Right, so right. he did it just like I think how he did it back in the day in the eighties right. when he was making these movies. So um Again, as I said, though, budgets get higher and, you know, these days you can just watch all of it on TV, man. That's, yeah. that's how yeah. it is now, yeah. And again, the storytelling is is much finer on TV. Mm-hmm. It, it's not mm-hmm. what it was 10 years ago, 15, 20. Uh, it, it keeps on improving. Oh, yeah. The quality of the shows we're watching. And on top of it, you're getting more. a lot of more, you're getting a lot of crossover between different genres on television as well. Because I, mean, I was just thinking, like, what are what are some, some TV shows that don't necessarily qualify as horror that have had that kind of, like, fear or thrill kind of and Westworld would be one of them I mean like because Westworld's twistiness with the time and especially in season two I know you haven't seen season yeah. two <laughs> season two had some like seriously creepy moments yeah um, so it, it's interesting how those you know like genres are becoming more and more flexible and more uh, uh, mergeful I don't know <laughs> um, you know with the capability of, of you know mixing and matching and, and putting it all together but I mean that's been happening since I have a question for Clint. Mm. Is there a musical horror? There is. I have the Rocky answer. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Aside from that, yeah, aside, there's a, like, like a, <laughs> that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, because right I mean, Rocky Horror wasn't really that scary. It, it was just a Halloween thing. Yeah, yeah. literally, that's what it was. But it was there a, is there is one called Repo the the Rock the Horror Rock Opera or something along those lines. Mm. And it was, it, it's it's I mean it is gothic horror. <laughs> On on like <laughs> drugs, interesting, um, and it's like a rock, metallic rock, and yeah, it's we're like doing that on Halloween. Yeah. It's we're gonna, we're it's now. crazy. We're gonna, what we're watching <laughs> on Halloween. Yeah, it's crazy. What are some of the horror films that you are looking forward to in the coming year? Because I know there's Ooh. a bunch coming out. So uh, I think right now there's two that I'm re- and they're both Stephen King ones. One is Pet Cemetery. I saw the trailer a few yeah, days ago. Yeah, yeah. Pet Cemetery is looking good. Plus John Lithgow's in that, and I love John Lithgow. Yeah, I think yeah. he's amazing and everything. And the second one is It Chapter Two. Yep. And that's it. It Chapter Two for because the first I was with you when we watched the yes, premiere. Yes, 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 yes. I think that was the first official time we like started chatting up, and it was yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, it because the first it, I mean obviously compared to the Tim Curry ones from the was it the nineties, I think? Yeah, yeah. yeah the nineties, the, the miniseries. Which was very campy. It was, it, it was still good. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a good miniseries, but watching that movie and that was like, you know, just a breath of fresh air for the horror genre. Yeah, and plus yeah, yeah. Warner Bros. They, they they put a big budget on that movie, which in horror terms is unheard of. Yeah. These yeah. days. Horror movies always have their their budgets, they don't go above a certain amount. So yeah, seeing them push money into a horror movie and it, it proved that it's still a good genre and now that they've spent a lot of money with the second one and I mean the cast on, alone yeah. for the second one is wow. just huge Jessica Chastain Jessica yeah, Chastain yeah, yeah. James McAvoy, McAvoy yeah, like yeah. a lot of big big actors in this one yeah what's the name from Saturday Night Live isn't it as well is Will it? Arnett no, no uh, Hater Hunter Bill Hater Bill Hater, Bill Hater yeah. Yeah. I, I get confused yeah. between those so he's, know he's, he's that's easy. one of the ones I'm looking forward to as yeah. well as uh, chapter two yeah, definitely me too okay any uh, other one or just that as, one? As a movie, no, but I'm actually, uh, I'm looking forward to watching because I still haven't watched uh, the latest season of The Walking Dead. Oh, okay, okay. And, and from what I've heard, it's actually improved a lot because it went through a, yeah. a bad season. The, la- the last yeah. season was not I th- good. I think I stopped halfway through the one before. 
because I just wasn't feeling it. it, was, you know? it, kinda, I, it just, I was just like, eh, yeah. No. So I'm actually curious to see what, especially with Andrew Lincoln leaving the show. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I want to see. So may, yeah, maybe that breathed uh, new life into the or reanimated the, <laughs> the dead. The dead. Oh, <laughs> that, that's a good horror movie, reanimator. Oh yeah, that's a classic. I haven't seen see that. One. Oh, you should oh. see that. Oh, okay. It spawned off like a lot of sequels, but the original one is good. And by the way, I was thinking before about when we were talking about old classic horror movies that I like. I think The Fly. Ooh. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Cronenberg. Jeff Jeff Goldblum because Goldblum. and it was also Gina Davis. Yeah. In the yeah. 80s remake. Obviously, there's the one where the dude with the big foot. No, no, that, that yeah. one's terrible. <laughs> but the one where he was had the the, the transport. He was trying to yeah. figure out yeah. how to transport one thing to like another. And wow, <laughs> yeah. wow, wow, wow. Because that movie started off as like a. It wasn't. It was a comedy. It was a. It was a romance thing. And then all of a sudden he started changing. And then you start realizing, whoa, this is a horror movie. Yeah, this really. Is, I mean, this is creepy. And yeah, it, yeah, and, yeah. and towards the end when. Body parts started the, uh, dropping the, the, off. The effects in that movie, the, the yeah, wow, practical. Wow, the pra- wow, wow. Again, practical effects. Again, you know, practical effects go a long way into yeah, yeah, yeah. believability. For well, me. You know, I, I think like, when, I, when I get back, I'm going to watch the first fly. I think when we get back, definitely yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching that. I feel Isn't like I'm watching it that directed now. by David Cronenberg or no? I'm not sure. Maybe, but it was. It's such a cult classic yeah. movie. It spawned. It spawned a sequel, but the sequel was nothing compared no. to the first. one. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, most sequels aren't. I don't think. Except Terminator 2 and Aliens. Yes, okay. <laughs> That's it. That's the only Absolutely. two that I ever remember. Aliens and Terminator 2 are still Deal. better than the first one. Deal. <laughs> Done. I agree. Yep. I agree. Uh, anything aside from It Chapter 2? Uh, uh, they're remaking The Grudge for 2019, I've heard. And that's Again? Pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've rebooted the whole thing. So thing is, I'm okay. a fan of the original. They were Japanese, right? I think. The yeah. One. yeah. I'm yeah. a fan of those. And I was a fan of the first Americanized one. Okay. It was good. The other two were a bit on and off I didn't, I didn't really get into them but I've heard that they're remaking a new one now so I think I think it's okay. pretty interesting yeah okay so I mean for me it is it, it chapter 2 is one yeah. of the ones I'm looking forward to um, but uh, um, uh, when I looked up you know like I, I pulled up on Google I was mm-hmm. like you know horror films that are coming out 2019 um, the first one on the list was Hellboy and I was like does that really count as <laughs> no, horror? horror? well actually that they said that this one is going to be more of horror like a horror genre movie yeah so um, in that case hellboy okay i'm on board <laughs> yeah in, in that case I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, to hellboy i'm looking forward to seeing the new halloween as well yeah this is gonna uh, be very good i i'm you know i i liked seeing uh jamie lee curtis back uh just you know and apparently this one is is ignoring yeah a whole bunch of them all of them it's, we there's the first it, one yeah. And then this one. This okay, is, uh, so this is how it's this is how they're doing it. I wasn't sure because I was reading kind of the the, the summaries of the second and third and, and whatever, and the second one felt like it would be a natural. It would be somehow connected, but yeah. then I saw an interview with her, and apparently, no, it's just the first Halloween and this Halloween, <laughs> uh, with everything in between. Just yeah. never, never happened. happened. No, nope. well, this this is why we need Ryan Reynolds to come and clear out the timeline in Ooh, every single yes. series of movies. Way to plug Deadpool. <laughs> Way to plug Deadpool. Just come yes. in every single series and just um, sort out. <laughs> <laughs> one final thing here, uh, uh, you know, because this one's gone through a whole bunch of different uh, uh, production problems. The New Mutants was supposed to be. It's supposed to be a scare, you know, like Dark, a horror yeah. superhero thing. And they're going through reshoots to make it even scarier, apparently, wow. and, and, and all that. Uh, any thoughts on, on the new mutants? Well, I, I remember seeing the trailer, was it like maybe four or five months ago? Yeah, it came was out there a, a while scene back. with like a washing machine? And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing it thinking, I've seen this in so many movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what I thought. Maybe this is what, maybe this, because I think, because a lot of the comments 
on YouTube, especially when they, they dropped those trailers where, oh, it's not new, oh, this isn't, so, you know what I mean? They were saying it's nothing new, and maybe this is why they've decided to, to re- Yeah, to, to, to all, reshoot you know? and yeah. add in more, more scare, scare stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is it. Oh, actually, there's one more thing I do want to mention, because Ooh, yeah. I'm, I'm also a video gamer as well. Okay. There is a horror game coming out called uh, Call of Cthulhu. Call which, of Cthulhu. Which is coming out in the end of October. And they're saying it's going to be really good and scary as hell. Because I'm a big horror movie fan and horror video game fan as See, well. See, so, I yeah. could never do horror movies. <laughs> Don't even talk to me about horror games. Because well, I, I am good. like, I, I, fr- uh, no. <laughs> I started playing horror games since a kid. Like, because, you know, like a lot of these movies you see now are spawned from video games. Like Resident Evil and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So, I uh, mean, for me, the horror horror video games are just way too immersive. Like, if, I, if I'm going to get already, like, terrified <laughs> watching a movie, <laughs> imagine me holding, like, pretending uh, like I'm holding the gun. I'm well, like, you know, oh, my you know God. What the thing is now is because there's VR. So yeah, even even that's even worse. <laughs> I, I I have Resident Evil Seven at home, and I've been I finished it. I've played it, and I got the VR kit. So I said, right, I'm gonna do this, man. I don't think I've ever been more terrified in my life. <laughs> Jeez, There's a scene. Please. I'm not joking. Where your girlfriend comes up the stairs like this, and you're looking down, and it's in VR, <laughs> and she grabs you and she starts stabbing you. I kept on doing this. I was like, ah, that's, that's what I did at home. Everyone thought I was insane. And that thing is when you got VR, everyone's poking you as well and you can't see. So you're like, ah, that's, uh, that's great, crazy. Creepy, creepy, creepy. So, that's yeah, crazy. No. Okay. So let's jump in uh, to our final, final segment here with the final five minutes. So really quick, each and every one of us, uh, an unforgettable horror scene or an unforgettable scene from a horror movie. Uh, just a quick mention. Um, hard go. E.T. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It's, it's, uh, E.T. next to the r- river lake. Okay. He's okay. all white. All right. All right. Dying. Okay. <laughs> I, that's the most traumatic thing I have seen. You know, for a spooktacular script to screen episode, we sure are laughing a lot. Um, uh, for me, for me, an unforgettable horror scene. Um, Probably, you know, the, 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 the seance scene in Drag Me to Hell. Um, mm. you know, the, the, with the, with the floating, you know, and the, and the, and the goat thing. Oh, the and goat, the, the goat was it's amazing. Just, for me, it's just, you know what? This movie is just, it's great. It's great. So that, that would be it for me. Uh, for me, I think as a kid seeing Nightmare on Elm Street, there was two, oh, there was two scenes. That's that also really a good one. Because I watched this as a kid alone as well. It was the one where Johnny Depp got sucked into the bed and the blood came out. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one was when Freddy Krueger came out in that alleyway and his arms were stretching out. And they were like, his claws <laughs> you were know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's scared. Yeah. Dude, that sound, that sound. Ugh. As a kid seeing that, that didn't, didn't, didn't sleep speaking like a week. Of, I mean, like, speaking of Freddy Krueger, I mean, for me, out of all, you know, you got Jason, you got Michael Myers, and then you've got Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Krueger's the one that, re- I mean, like, I would <laughs> run in the opposite. I would just start praying. I would, I don't know. Like, well, the beauty about Freddy Krueger is just don't fall asleep. That yeah. was it. That was the whole point. And that's yeah, why okay. He's a kid, he's Thank you. Just don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright on that note uh, make sure you follow us you can follow us on our social media here at Alan Mahana on my end and Had.Solo on his end and you can also follow Clint on Instagram at uh, Clint Maximus just have a look for me I'm there okay. okay but it used to be a much longer one I uh, know because I'm doing different DJ projects now I've got like six ah, different things going okay, on right okay, now, okay, so, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. so make sure you follow him on uh, uh, at Clint 
Maximus. You can also uh, check out our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash script to screen pod. <laughs> so many words. Um, you can also check out our website, script to screen pod.com. And you can listen to us on Podbean, Podchasers, and Remy, Spotify, watch us on YouTube. And Facebook. And Facebook. You can check out our new spinoff series, yeah. uh, uh, Script to Screen Conversations. Absolutely. Uh, which is going to be going on for a while now because uh, I'm kind of liking it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So thank you for joining us uh, Today, enjoy your Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, enjoy your Halloween. Have a very happy, scary Halloween. Um, you know, uh, don't die out there. <laughs> don't uh, eat too much candy. <laughs> don't eat too much candy. You're going to be diabetic, kids. <laughs> it's, it's a serious problem. <laughs> it, it, it is a very serious problem. I mean, uh, not to be taken too lightly. So have a fantastic Halloween. We'll see you again next week. See ya. I'm Alan. And I am Hat Solo. And together we can rule the galaxy. <laughs> uh, that might take too much time. Let's talk about films and TV instead. That makes sense. Join us at 3 p.m. every Friday for Script to Screen Spotlight and Saturday for the Script to Screen News Hour. We'll be discussing all the latest news from the film and TV industry. And we'll also enchant you with some of the greatest songs and soundtracks out there. Script to Screen, only on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM, made to be heard.